Welcome to the Aylmer Anderson Podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer and I'm here with Simon Anderson. Morning, Simon. Morning. Today we're going to talk about why the best writing is simple. Starting off with a little anecdote, as we like to do, Ross Gittins employed me. Ross is the doyen of economics writers in Australia and over many generations has educated people on economics from school children through to politicians. And he's well known for simplifying really difficult concepts, putting them into plain English. And after working with him for a couple of years, I asked him how he did it. And he had a fairly simple answer. He said, when I sit down to write economics, I aim to make sure it's understood by a 17 year old, by a year 12 student. I thought that was pretty impressive and it's something I've held with me for a long time. Don't overcomplicate it, write for a 17 year old. So the Australian government goes even further. The, uh, the government talks about aiming their writing for an age nine reading level. So someone who's nine years old in Australia is, is in year three or year four. Ross Gittins is writing for someone in year 12. They aim for age nine because at that point, children stop reading whole words and start reading shapes, which allows them to start reading faster. So if you think about how you read as an adult, you don't actually read each individual word in a sentence in order. You bounce backwards and forwards, your eyes move across the, the, the paragraph, the sentence, especially when you're reading online, and your brain expects words and, and fills them in if they're not there. The study is showing the adult brain can drop 30% of the text and still understand the content. Pretty incredible. There's actually a, um, a thing I saw a while ago that said you can scramble the letters inside a word, and so long as the first letter of the word and the last letter of the word are in their place, people can read it normally. Well, actually, using shorthand as a journalist, the idea was that you only wrote four or five of the seven or eight letters in a word, and you could still work out what the word was. So the problem is, is that if we read this way, which most of us do, we're dropping bits of the text and we're just skimming through. When we reach a word or a phrase that's unfamiliar or difficult to understand, it stops us. It slows us down and we have to start using brain power to figure out what this sentence means. So the idea of writing to an age nine level is to allow people to skim read, to read quickly and to understand quickly. And I suppose that's uh, almost more relevant in a social media world. So maybe let's think about why we need to write simply and then we'll spend a little bit of time on how it's to be done. And keep in the back of your mind, everyone, that writing today for an audience which is very social media savvy, used to seeing things in Twitter form and always ready with a finger to swipe across, it's a bit different to when you had a captured audience who would go and purchase a magazine or a newspaper and would give themselves time to sit there and read it. So, so that means there's two things you're trying to do when you're writing. Uh, the first one is to be understood. So the only reason we write is to be understood, to, to um, uh, send a message from one person to another. Um, but when we're writing for online, the other thing we need to do is to capture attention. So most of the time people are skimming through. They're, they're moving past what we're writing and moving on to what other people are writing. And so we need to capture their attention. Writing in a complex way makes it difficult to capture people's attention. So let's bring it right back to base. Why do you write to begin with? I mean, you're writing to communicate, you're writing to build an audience, what else? So companies are writing to, um, to sell, to sell their products, to, uh, to sell their services. Um, 
they're writing to be seen as trustworthy, to be seen as authentic, to, uh, to build a relationship. Um, they're writing to demonstrate expertise. Um, they're writing to, to uh, deliver after-sales information, manuals and how-tos and uh, after-sales service. So broadly, it's all about getting a message across through content. And remember, here we're talking about written communications. I think there's lots of other reasons that there's a lot of internal communications that a big company uses. And often that's to talk about staffing levels, it's to talk about culture, it's to talk about what's happening at the Christmas party. All those pieces of information are written, is written content, are written content. And all of them actually, for it to be worthwhile and hit the mark, need to be thought about. So I suppose moving on to the how we do that. Did you know that in October 1987, after the market crashed in the US, the Wall Street Journal, not known for its simple language, had its first sentence on the front story or the front page the following day was five words. The stock market crashed yesterday. That's all it said. And I think it's a great example of simple language. It tells you everything you need to know about what happened in the market the day before. And it grabs your attention. And it grabs your attention. That's true. So what about some of the rules that around keeping writing simple? So jargon's the main one. So the jargon's the, the simplicity killer for all writing. So if we can avoid jargon, um, if, if we can avoid cliché, if we can avoid um, more words where fewer words suffice, that's the number one rule for simplicity. Number two, these aren't in order, unnecessary clauses. So how often when you're writing do you put a clause in that you don't need? You know, in the event of, in light of, so, therefore, in any case, when you go back and read them aloud, you realise you don't need those clauses. So simple writing gets rid of all the unnecessary clauses. Often they're at the beginning of the sentence, but sometimes you'll see them halfway through the sentence. And the best way to recognise it is to actually read the sentences aloud. I used to have a sub-editor that said, if I find a comma, I'll kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punctuation's another great one. People seem to use commas. I know, Simon, you are a great fan of the short sentence. Uh, but people seem to use commas or um, colons and semicolons and dashes when they're not necessary. And really, unless you know what you're doing with a dash or a comma or a semicolon, don't use it. If you're just shoving it in there because you think it sort of looks good, yeah, it's probably not the right spot to have it. Yeah, semicolons are a great signal of an overly long sentence. Um, there's nothing better than a full stop. I would say on sentences, vary the length. So great writers, if you go and read a magazine, they will often have a short sentence and then a long sentence, and then a short sentence and then a long sentence. So you've got to vary the length of your sentences. That's another trick. And the final rule that we've come up with is using an active voice, not a passive voice in your writing. Something else to consider when you're writing is a, your style of writing. And every uh, corporate needs its own style. If you think of the New York Times or the Daily Mail, Time Inc, any of those organisations, they have a certain style, how they write. I mean, Time is famous for having people do all the research, do all the work, and then have someone different actually writing the content. The New Yorker does exactly the same thing. Um, if you think in video it happens, you know, how ESPN produces content, or how ABC does its news program. 
In radio, if you think of Neil Mitchell and Alan Jones, they have a certain style about them and they become instantly recognisable. There's no reason why a corporate shouldn't do exactly the same. So we've come up with a checklist of simple writing. Here it is. Avoid jargon. Simple words, accurate words. Vary your sentence structure. Minimise punctuation and be careful of tenses. Avoid clauses unless you know what you're doing. Be consistent. Stick to your corporate voice. And really important, read whatever you've written aloud after you've finished. It will pick up many, many mistakes. Thanks for listening to our latest podcast on writing. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please do at simon at aylmeranderson.com or sean at aylmeranderson.com. That's A-Y-L-M-E-R-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N or via a social media channel. Thanks for listening.